So we have this camping ban, this daytime camping ban, arbitrarily between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. You can't camp here. You can't camp there. You can't camp here within the city of Portland. Portland's got an incredible, just an overwhelming homelessness, drug addiction issue. And they've just let people camp wherever. Well, now they've got this ordinance where, all right, no camping. And how is that being enforced? It is not. It is just complete dysfunction. Now we've got Multnomah County District Attorney Mike Schmidt saying, I don't really know what my role here is. We're not a service provider. Got a judge. Oh, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Let's get into it. Here we go. Oh, and Mr. Rogers used to focus on a single word. You're like, let's talk about this, boys and girls. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's talk about this. Who doesn't love Mr. Rogers, right? Although, uh, yeah, in today's world, he would get shellacked, right? He's just too nice. He's too nice. Those sweaters were epic. Anyway, today's word would be dysfunction. Talking about the political situation in, in Portland. It's, it's incredible. You finally get a little traction. You get this ordinance that Mayor Ted has been clamoring for. All right, we got it. And city, city council puts it together. And it's just it, the way it's structured is so bad and it places the onus on the police department. And now Mike Schmidt of the district attorney is saying, I'm concerned. That'd be our other word today is concerned. All these, all these storylines, it's always somebody's concerned about, they should be pissed off and royally upset. They should be effing mad that politics are just, just buggering up the system. Multnomah County District Attorney Mike Schmidt concerned over his role in enforcement of Portland's daytime camping ban. What am I to do? I'm the district attorney. I am not a service provider. Therefore, I don't really know what my role is. Let's just let the homeless live wherever the F they want in the meantime, right? We're going to get into, uh, let's watch a video from the uh, president of the police association, Portland's police association. Let's, uh, let's take a little peeky see at this. In a letter obtained by KGW sent to Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler earlier this month, Multnomah County District Attorney Mike Schmidt outlined his concerns with Portland's daytime ban concerns. on homeless camping. The ban itself has been somewhat of a never-ending saga, leaving Portlanders confused over how it would be enforced. If a homeless person violates the ban three times, they could face fines or jail time. And that's the crux of Schmidt's letter. Schmidt was unable to talk with KGW on camera, but writes the the ban requires Portland police officers give his office lots of documentation when someone violates the ban to prove they weren't person three separate times. Officers must also include contact information for a witness who was with them at the time and can prove shelter space was in fact available and that the homeless person declined that offer. <laughs> if any piece of this is not included, police would have to redo it. If three different officers interact with that person, if each person doesn't know what each person said, you could end up with a prosecutorial problem. Sergeant Aaron Schmautz is the president of the Portland Police Association. I hear the concern about how do we document contacting people three times? You know, how do we ensure that we have good evidence to prosecute cases? 
Portlanders are looking for solutions. Schmidt's letter goes on to say the district attorney's office is not a service provider. The mayor is asking them to come up with alternative sentences, like connecting people with drug treatment or mental health services. Schmidt writes his office doesn't have the budget for that. What's so frustrating is people are asking the electeds to do something, and they're trying to come up with a, a way to abate a problem, but also be benevolent. It's very difficult. Mayor Ted Wheeler's <laughs> office did not respond to benevolent. the comment. Third word. Wednesday, we showed the letter to Commissioner Renee Gonzalez. It's awfully late. You know, it, it really is. Uh, we could have gotten that a couple months ago, frankly. Yeah. I get the yeah, think on the DA. We're all struggling with this, but that shouldn't be a that shouldn't stop. work it out. Should we continue to push Figure it out. We connect the dots between criminal justice and behavioral health. In another last minute hurdle, a Multnomah County judge blocked the ban from going into effect late last week, arguing its constitutionality. Uh, we did our best and it's profoundly disappointing that she stops us in our tracks with a one page uh, uh, decision with zero. Nope. The city has asked the judge. That's all she said. Detailed nope. reason why. But right now we're we're. You know, we're floating in the wind because there's zero guidance from the judge that stops us from enforcing this. All right. So the next step for the city here is getting that detailed explanation from the judge. And from there, they can either file an appeal or rework parts of this ordinance. And meanwhile, we're told talks are still ongoing between the police and the city to make sure that officers have what they need to enforce this ban. Ashley Blair, thank you. So in Portland. You don't know whether you're coming or going. I mean, you literally get, you have a problem. You've got the drugged out, wacky, wacky nut jobs running the streets of Portland. You need to clean that up. You get an ordinance on the books. Then you have a judge shut it down with no real explanation of why. Just, ah, it's Portland po politics. No. You know, it's it's unconstitutional to clear out the homeless if they don't have a place. The whole thing is just an absolute train wreck. Police department's not going to do a damn thing. Why would you even, if you're a cop in Portland, why would you even bother going through the motions of what is just a gauntlet of steps you have to take that anywhere along the way, I mean, the, the whole system is just, it's, it's set up to fail from the beginning. Okay. This one is set up to fail. Let's work it through so we can get something in place so we can actually get some forward traction moving, moving forward. Let's do that. Nah, nah. Meanwhile, you've got, you've got Mike Schmidt. Welcome to the Schmidt show. Literally saying, I'm not really sure. And I get what he's saying. We are not a service provider. Okay. Let's get some heads together and let's figure it out. But it's just a massive set of finger pointing. Well, yeah, we know this is going to come down. Push is going to come to shove, but it's not going to be the district attorney's office. Judge, I'm not going to take liability because this might be unconstitutional. It's like, what? How are other cities doing this? How are other cities not having these? Oh, because they have reasonable people elected to office. That's what you've got going on. The only person in this uh, in this little story here, uh, but Renee Gonzalez has some good things to say. And also the president of the police association, he's like, yeah, we've got to figure this out somewhere, right? And a letter obtained by KGW sent to Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler earlier this month. 
<laughs> Multnomah County District Attorney Mike Schmidt outlined his concerns. I've got concerns. We're not going to be able to enforce this. All right. But this was supposed to have gone into effect last week. And then you had the judge just, no, nope, unconstitutional, no can do. Just so you are absolutely nowhere in the ability for Portland residents to have the homeless drug addicts swept from their streets. They're just like, oh, but you know what? This is on the residents of Portland because they are the ones that elected everybody in place that's here that's mucking up the system. Attorney Mike Schitt outlined his concern with Portland's daytime ban on homeless camping. Just figure it out. Just get something going. But you know what? The folks that are involved with this, they don't really want to. And the folks that want to get this going, they don't have the ability to overcome those that don't want to make this happen. Now, we're okay with the way that Portland is right now. It's you know, it's it's a little, it's a scooch rough, but you know, we're 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 mainly okay with this. That is what is being stated. Now, if Portland's residents feel differently, then you guys need to figure out a way to vote out these bad apples that are clearly taking you down this degenerate road of ah, it'll all work out, it'll be fine. The ban itself has been somewhat of a never-ending saga. <laughs> Absolutely, this thing has been going on forever. Just, but, but politics in Portland, and it's becoming more and more apparent that there's just nobody works together. You've just got, you know, keep Portland weird. Well, that has been effective because Portland is just weird to the point where nothing is functional, dysfunction, leaving Portlanders confused over how it would be enforced. I'm confused how it would be enforced. I read through the steps you have to take. That's a no-go. That's a no-go. No cop is going to want to go through all of this ridiculousness because it's a mission impossible. So why even bother going through the motions? Why waste your time? Plus, did the police, how does this, how does the onus fall on a police department that is literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of officers short? Oh yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll put you guys on homeless patrol. I mean, that's the highest and best use of a cop right now, right? No, it's it's basic safety because that's all the Portland police officers can get to because they're so undermanned. They don't have the, the ability to go out and do this. So you're going to have to come up with something that actually works or not. And we just deal with the chaos as it is. And it looks like that is going going to be moving forward. Yeah, we've got an ordinance in place, but... Nah, it's not enforceable. And yeah, judge said no go. And district attorney's like, ah, ah, I've got concerns. <laughs> so this was the crux of Schmidt's letter. If a homeless person violated the ban three times, they could face fines or jail time. Okay, operative word here, could, because they probably won't, right? That's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And here's why. Though unable to talk with KGW on camera, Schmidt's letter stated that the ban required Portland police officers to give his office the following documentation when someone violated it. Numero, numero uno, police reporting document the date, time, location, and nature of the camping violation on each of the three dates. It, it should be, hey, you're breaking the ordinance here. 
Here's the repercussions, like any other law, right? Not three strikes and you're out. That's ridiculous. I understand you're going to need to go through a warning period with these folks. Hey, we're going to be enforcing this. No warning, you know, no enforceable warning, none of this three strikes. So three of the, of the, of the three dates, copies of the two prior written warnings required, but I mean, you're going to have to go after these, these homeless whacked out nut jobs with basically a big ream of paperwork to get anything that looks like, you know, a package to the district attorney that's going to be enforceable. And then it's going to be up to the district attorney to say, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to find them. We're going to, ha- we're going to have to jail them. And that's just not happening. Right. So this is going absolutely nowhere. So you got copies of the two written prior warnings. And then if police are issued a citation, if police are issuing a citation, meaning they're giving a citation on the grounds that the subject is not involuntarily homeless, meaning they've been given housing and they decided not to take it. They're not involuntarily homeless. In addition to the items listed above, numbers one and two, we also need an identified witness. Who's that going to be? Is Another homeless person? I mean, really? This whole thing or some some activist? Probably. They're not going to go down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that guy. We need to put him in jail. We need to give him a need to give him a fine. That guy's bad. He's bad. So we need, need an identified witness with contact information who can establish, who can establish that shelter or other options for housing were accessible to the subject on each date in question. What this does is it 100% guarantees that this ordinance will never be enforced. Period. But politicians can say, oh, yeah, I mean, we put that homeless camping, you know, daytime camping ban in place. And I'm not really sure why it didn't work out. I mean, I've got concerns about why it didn't work out. I, can somebody find some reason that this, this didn't work out? I don't really, don't really know. Yeah. I mean, the inability to get anything done in Portland is wildly shocking because nobody's taking responsibility. Okay, that didn't work. Here's the counter. Here's the counter offer. Let's go with this. Nah, I don't think. I don't. Instead, it's just boom, stop, done. Game over. All right. Well, I, you know, we, we gave it a good college try, but we're just not seeing the results that we need to. If any piece of this was not included, police would be asked to follow up, essentially redoing the case. How much time do you think cops are going to put into this if they know from the get-go that their ability to have any impact on the homeless situation in Portland is bordering on zero? Zero. That's, that's not, those are not high odds, right? So effectively, you've got an ordinance in place that, you know, has been blocked and then is being questioned. And, and this is before it even starts. This isn't after they've gotten into it and went, whoa, okay, well, you know, we had some good things about this ordinance. We had some bad things. Here's the things that aren't really working, but here are the things that are working. This one right from the get go has been, nope, 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 we're not doing it. Portland doesn't want to address its homelessness, or I should say, the leadership that is in place does not want to enforce 
said ordinance to the point where it actually can have some impact. You can have cops chasing their tails all day long. You can have the district attorney just dodging, you know, just dodging, you know, ah, oh, there's another case coming at me. Well, I, I see on the third visit that you gave to these folks that there's a question that there might have been a, you know, lack of bed openings. Is the, is the witness around? Oh, the, the, the witness wasn't able to come to court today. Oh, okay. Dismissed, dismissed, dismissed. That's what's going to happen, right? It's just going to happen. So you know it. So Portland residents, if you want to make a change, you need to get some of these bad actors out. You, you just got to do it because you're the ones that voted these knuckleheads in, into office. You voted these judges. They're like, unconstitutional. Hey, clean up your streets. Just be an adult. Get your streets cleaned up. Don't care how you do it. I mean, you want to make fun of, of, of San Francisco, but when push came to shove, they cleaned the F out of their streets around the, the Tenderloin, didn't they? Or around Moscone Center for the APEC conference. They got her done, but Portland can't even get out of the gate with a simple ordinance. All right, here it is. They had to muck it up from the beginning with all these ridiculous criteria that no cop is ever going to go through. Just not happening. If three different officers interact with that person, if each person doesn't know what each person said, you could end up with a prosecutorial problem, said Sergeant Aaron Schmaltz. He's the Portland Police Associate President that we watched the video on. He's like, okay, so, you know, you might have one officer visit this day, another officer visit another day. And how are they supposed to communicate the results of what they came up with each time? The, the onus is on the police officers, and just like the district attorney says, we are not a service provider. Well, neither is a cop. Don't ask the cops to wipe your ass when you can't figure out how to get a system in place that actually allows you to have some impact in cleaning up your streets. Bottom line is, is Portland doesn't really want to clean up its streets. It's okay with this. That is effectively what is being communicated to the world. Because that's what you're doing. Schmidt's letter goes on to say that the district attorney's office is not a service provider. Finger pointing. It's not us. It's them. You got to gotta put the responsibility on somebody else. All right. Well, if you're not a service provider, give us a hint as to what you propose ha happen. What, what, what do you think should happen? What direction should be gone in? Uh, since the mayor asked them to come up with alternative sentences, such as connecting people with drug treatment or mental health services. That's what Mayor Ted, Mayor Ted doesn't want to throw homeless people in jail either. And I get that. But yeah, these people need to be in treatment, jail, or a mental institution because most of them are just whacked out of their, out of their absolute minds. Letting them live in tent encampments is, Cruel and unusual punishment. It just is. You're letting people live a death sentence because eventually that fentanyl is going to catch up with them, right? Is there a, is there a historically large fentanyl issue? Historically large record number of people that are dying on the streets of Portland this year? Is that happening last couple of years? Is, is that been an issue? Yes, it has. So cruel and unusual? Absolutely. But because you can just kind of sit by and go, ah, we're not a service provider, <laughs> you get zero traction going anywhere. 
Schmidt explained that his office doesn't have the budget for that because this is a municipal ordinance. No treatment dollars are available within the state budget on which we typically rely to provide treatment to individuals charged with crimes, nor is any currently funded specialty court available for this purpose. Nathan Vasquez, a Multnomah County prosecutor who is running against Schmidt for Multnomah County District Attorney, criticized Schmidt's perceived lack of response, saying in a statement, Your district attorney has a responsibility to do more than throw their hands in the air. We must all do our part to collaborate on solutions. You got to come up with something that's going to stick. You can't just throw nonsense to the wall and go, ah, we tried. That's what children do. You're adults. Figure out a viable solution. Have some back and forth. Come up with something that a judge isn't going to just throw the F out the window. It's Portland, so they might anyway. But then, you know, citizens of Portland. You voted that judge in, right? I mean, did you or did you not? Or what are we even doing? You voted Mike Schmidt in, Schmidt Joe. That this is what you wanted. You wanted this kind of dysfunction by whom you voted for. We've been following the uh, Let's Go Brandon Johnson saga in Chicago. He has the lowest rating of any first, I think, first year mayor in Chicago's history. People are really upset that they voted in a progressive mayor and that he's not doing anything on crime. He's not taking a hard stance on crime. He ran on the platform of justice reform. Now, justice reform just basically means you don't have any criminal justice system. You just basically don't, you don't deal with that. Uh, criminal charges? No, not, not here. No such thing. Arrests? No such thing. Going after criminals? Nah, not really. We'll just let them run around willy-nilly and do their shenanigans, and it should just be fine. That's what you've got in Chicago. And the the <laughs> the local residents are like, why aren't you doing something about the crime, which is spiking and skyrocketing in our communities? Well, because you hired Let's Go Brandon Johnson, and he never said he was going to do any of that. He instead said he was going to do uh, justice reform, which is code word for doing nothing, right? Let's, let's get some more social workers in here and do that. We're not going to hire any more police officers, you know, defund the police, all that ridiculousness. That's what you get for voting that, that, that guy in. There is, there's your sign, right? He continues, enforcement of the city's camping policy belongs in the community court, an effective diversion program. This is Nathan Vasquez. He's a Multnomah County prosecutor. He's running against Schmitz. Effective diversion program that once connected low-level offenders to individualized services. Sadly, that program was never restarted after pandemic closures. My administration will improve neighborhood safety by rebuilding the treatment and diversion courts that our community desperately needs. We will do more than send letters complaining about the challenges we face. Oh, shots fired at the Schmidt show. We'll rise to those challenges each and every day as a partner. All right. Well, somebody's got to take their shot at making this happen. But for the vast majority of these folks, they're just a hard no-go. Nah, 
yeah, we, we like it the way it is. But we are effectively, you know, green lighting the whole homeless situation here. You know, women getting assaulted in tents and you got the whole drug issue and you got the whole overdose issue. How about down in California, highway or uh, freeway 10? Massive fire, massive fire that literally shut down the freeway and it's going to take weeks to fix the freeway because you had a whole bunch of people living around in homeless encampments and one of those knuckleheads, they, they went over to a pile of pallets and lit them on fire. That's what homeless people do. They set arson fires. We had one at the boatyard in uh, just to the south of the Ship Canal Bridge in Seattle. Burned up 50-something boats. Yeah. But, you know, don't worry. The homeless encampments are they're mostly peaceful. Eh, you know, fire every now and then. Major cities have like 11,000 calls to the fire department per year. Just these astronomical numbers. You know, city resources are just going out because you got a bunch of crazy people on drugs lighting fires left and right. Eh, it's okay. I mean, it'll be fine. It'll only take us, it'll only shut down traffic and cause millions and millions and millions of dollars of lost productivity as there's this massive traffic cluster going into downtown LA. <laughs> German in Venice had a good, uh, he had some really good footage of that. I think he was in Germany when that event happened a weekend ago or something like that. But then he came back and he shot some good footage, uh, just showing exactly what that looks like. That was a big fire. I mean, those were some flames. We had the same thing here in Seattle. You know, just when homeless people get around anything flammable, they light it on fire because they love flames, they love fire, then they love setting stuff on fire. That's their thing. And then they claim, oh, it was just a candle. Yeah, right. It's awfully late. This is Renee Gonzalez. We could have gotten that a few months ago, a couple of months ago. Frankly, I get the burden that's on the district attorney. We're all struggling with this, but that shouldn't stop us. We should be continuing to push forward with how we connect with the dots between criminal justice and between health. Somebody's got to put the work in to make this go. But instead, every time somebody does, stuff like this comes up. I'm concerned. We're not a service provider. What do we do here? Figure it out. Come up with a solution. Bob is, nobody really wants this solved. I don't think they do. In another last-minute hurdle, a Multnomah County judge blocked the ban from going into effect late last week, arguing its constitutionality, given the lack of available shelter space in Portland. So everywhere you turn within this equation, you get stopped out. No, nah, I can't do it because of that. No, that, not, oh, no, no. I mean, that's a hard note. No, we're not doing that. We did our best, and it's profoundly disappointing that the she stops us in our tracks with a one-page decision with zero explanation. That's just got to be absolutely annoying. All right, so then the, then the city works with the judge, and they find some stuff out. Meanwhile, the Schmidt Show, he's just going to do absolutely nothing. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Hey, let's watch this video. We got Mayor Ted saying some stuff about a skating rink. Let's get into this. I mean, this is this this is kind of icing on the cake. On the cake, cake is that a word? This is icing on the cake. Let's watch this for a second here. 
Who doesn't like a good Mayor Tad video? City leaders kicked off the holiday season in a display of support for shopping local. They teamed up with Portland businesses to encourage Portlanders to shop downtown. It comes just a day after Commissioner Mingus Maps announced the city's smart park garages will offer free parking downtown every weekend from November 24th to December 31st. That is if you don't get your car broken into and all of your stuff jacked. Nobody's going to want to park in these parking garages because they're not safe. Systematically, we have documented break-in after break-in after break-in. All right, I had another one. Mayor Ted Wheeler spoke about recognizing the effort being put into bringing Portlanders back downtown. Good luck with that until it's safe. So much neg- yeah, exactly. There is so much negativity out there, and sometimes it's hard for us to see the change. Let's watch that again. Okay, so what you're going to see is that people are yelling at Mayor Ted, just basically calling him out for his BS. And here's what he says. So much negativity out there, and sometimes it's hard for us to see the change. It's hard for us... Because there hasn't been any. ...improvements that are taking hold. Which improvements? It will include a holiday village and pop-up outdoor ice rink. It will be at the west end of the Morrison Bridge across from NATO Parkway, across uh, from... Well, that's a safe area. Yeah. 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Excellent. Days from December 16th to January 28th. We need you to come to downtown Portland because, man, our businesses are losing out on revenue. Yeah. But, you know, come to downtown Portland. We're going to give you free parking. They're going to give you the we're not going to charge you for the option of having your car maybe broken into. Right. I mean, can't you see that storyline? This uh this upcoming holiday season, come to downtown Portland. I mean, it's mostly safe. I mean, it's kind of safe. All right. It's not safe at all, but let's not focus on the bad. And all you hecklers in the back over there, uh, you're not seeing the progress here. Well, I just kind of walked you through the process of progress in Portland on the homelessness issue and how that's going. What does that look like? That dude in the back heckling Mayor Ted had every right to do so because it's issues like these where you have no forward progress and you've got too many, what is it, cooks in the kitchen? Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. I mean, how do I, are there any sport, uh, too, too many coaches, captains? I don't know. I can't even get a sports analogy in there, but you don't have leadership. You don't have adequate leadership. You don't have anybody who can just say, all right, you guys, quit with your little circuit jerk there. Let's get going. Let's get something going as far as let's get this, this homelessness cleaned up. But effectively, they don't want to. Because if they did, they'd make it happen. Kind of like, kind of like Mayor London Braden, Gavin Newsom down in San Francisco, when you're bringing billions of dollars worth of potential business into town. You get that turd polished. Oh, you can do it. You can do it. But at this point in time, Portland has no intention. And you, you saw, you saw what, what, what the police would have to do in order to make this go. So now you're going to put police on the babysitting of the homeless population? I don't think so. This whole thing is just a cluster from the get-go. You got no police aren't going to enforce district attorney not going to go down these roads being requested of him from the mayor who is saying, well, don't throw him in jail. Got this ordinance and we either fine him or throw him in jail, but don't throw him in jail. You need to come up with other solutions. And you got Mike Schmidt, the district attorney going, what solutions? We're not a service provider. 
just absolutely zero direction, zero ability to get anything done. And this is the cluster. This is exactly how and why Portland sits in the situation that does. And this is exactly how and why in many other cities with this type of leadership, without a strong leader who just puts his foot down and says, you know what, there's going to be some collateral damage here. We're going to throw some people in jail that maybe don't belong in jail, but they're breaking the law anyway. So off to jail they go because a bit a fine isn't going to do it. It's just not going to do it, right? We're going to have to put some people in treatment and have to put some people into mental facilities to get the help that they need. Going to have to put some people into detox. Otherwise, you just let them run around the streets of Portland, and then you end up with them running around the streets of Portland, and we all know what that looks like. If we could just get them into some housing, everything would just be perfect. It's that definition of crazy. How many times are you going to go down the same road trying to get you know a different response? doesn't happen. Oh, let's just try it one more time. And this is, this is, again, this is an example of why things are not going in the right direction in Portland. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure this saga will continue and I'll report it for you right here at News for Reasonable People. Love to have you subscribe. If you haven't, hit that notification bell, hit the like button. I'll see you on the next one. Bye for now.